On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Hey guys, and welcome to the happy hour. My name is Jamie Ivy, and I'm your host every single week. And the happy hour is just what it sounds. It's girlfriends getting together and chatting. Imagine you're with us. It'd be just like if you went to a happy hour with your girlfriends. What would you talk about? That's what we do here on the happy hour. We talk about our lives. We talk about our kids, what's going on in the world, new stuff we're up to. It's so much fun. And each week I get to have an amazing guest with me. And this week is no different. This is happy hour number 21, and this week I actually have two guests with me. My friend Laura Ingram and Kimberly Stewart both stopped by to chat. Uh, this week we chat about how much do we let our kids play outside? How much do we let the, do we trust them to walk to our neighbor's house? We also talked about birthday parties. I really struggle with birthday parties. I just never can seem to get my act together. And so Laura and Kimberly both share their birthday ideas. We also talk about chores. I recently created a chore chart, and it's working so wonderful for my kids. And then we talk about how I hate wearing jackets. It doesn't get that cold in Austin, so I never feel that I really need to wear them. So real quick, I want to say thank you to a couple people who have left comments. Denise left a comment on my blog that said, I love this podcast just as I've loved all the ones before. I discovered your podcast when you were maybe three to four episodes in, and I'm sad there isn't a huge archive of them to listen to. I subscribe to about a dozen podcasts, but yours is always the first one I listen to. Keep them coming. Thank you, Denise. Also, Katie J. Shannon left a comment on Instagram. She said, I've been binge listening to happy hour podcasts in my daily car trips. Katie, thanks for binge listening. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Jamie underscore Ivy. It's I-V-E-Y. And on Instagram, it's just at Jamie Ivy. Join the conversation. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and until then, I hope you enjoy uh, my podcast guest today on the happy hour, my friends, Laura and Kimberly. Okay, welcome to the happy hour. Today, I have two, two, of my, two of, my, of my my favorite friends in the world. And actually, this is the first time I've recorded a podcast where we're all in the same room. So y'all are my guinea pigs. Okay, awesome. Yeah, awesome. usually we I do this over Skype. If you don't know that and you're listening, I don't get to travel where all these amazing people are. I just Skype them. But today, y'all are, we're around my dining room table. Thank you. Yeah. And I just ate Thai's tacos from my favorite place. If you live in Austin, Tyson's Tacos. Okay, Laura, tell everyone that's listening just who you are. Okay, I am wife to Jimmy Ingram and mother to two baby girls and um, I should say toddler and baby. Yeah, she's almost three. That's not a baby, Aww. just so you know. Mm, okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, and I luckily live about five houses down from you ladies and what else do you want to know? Yeah, I didn't say that. We all live on the same street, Yes, which mm -hmm. is the best thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> what else do people need to know about you? You used to work at the Buckle, which I think is cool because that's when we met. Cool. Yes. You were the manager, which means you looked phenomenal every single day of your life. <laughs> I have continually let people down by my appearance from those days. <laughs> so if you met me when I worked at the Buckle and you met me now, you'd be like, really? So. I think um, you're better now. Wow. With spit up on you and spit up like a lot less makeup, uh -huh. <laughs> few less layers. Yes, y'all layered a lot. We layered a lot, far fewer accessories. Uh huh. Although I have got revamped my accessories. Mm -hmm. Noonday, noonday, every for day, the win. Yep. all day, mm -hmm. and so. I'm when you worked it. at the buckle, I would go in there. Who was the guy that would help me? Michael. Michael. I ha I felt like I had my own personal shopper. Yes. I'm sure y'all did that to everybody, but Michael made me feel amazing. Michael had skills. And so I would try on a pair of jeans and he'd be like, oh my gosh, your butt looks amazing. And I'm like, I want them. I must have these. So <laughs> you should probably clarify why it was okay for Michael to say that. Yeah. To well, he wasn't attracted to me. No, he wasn't. Yeah. So that was okay. Yeah. Otherwise it would have been weird. It You're right. It would have been weird. Aaron would have been upset, but Aaron was not upset. He was like, whatever Michael says, yes. 
And I remember Michael, um, like, not shyly inviting himself to my wedding because he had dressed all my friends and he thought it was appropriate. Um, I, I wish he, had, he would have know, dressed me for your didn't wedding. Didn't pick out Aaron's clothes, I think. I'm sure he um, did. So, anyway, he was like, I think I should get to go. And then he totally, like, stole the show and is like, hot pink button down, like... Sharp dress and so hair. Fun. Yeah. So to the wedding. To the wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So everyone else was like semi casual besides Jimmy and I and Michael, pretty much. <laughs> Michael was awesome. So that's when I met Laura. And then I mean I met you, you worked at the buckle, but you started dating Jimmy, who's was in Aaron's band. Right. So that was how many years ago? That was we got married in two thousand seven. So we must have met in the fall of two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. And um I was so busy, and the guys were so busy mm-hmm. that Jimmy and I pretty much dated on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and then I dated you and Maris mm-hmm. for the other five days. Mm-hmm. And so y'all, lived, y'all dated on Wednesdays, and you had like twenty six dates, and then you got married. <laughs> Probably, yeah, y'all got married quick. <laughs> yeah, so I just I remember like distinctly being like. I'm really good friends with Maris. Like, I don't know. Because, you know, you had babies then. So mm-hmm. Maris and I would hang out and, like, cry over Grey's Anatomy and things <laughs> like that. And then I remember there was a time when Jimmy said, um, I really hope this works. Because Jamie said she's going to be your friend. Whether <laughs> whether we, uh, you know, get married or not. And I was like, well, that will be awkward. So That's always funny when you have, like, you already have a friend, especially if it's like a guy, like Aaron and Jimmy, we've known Jimmy for years, and then brings this girl in, and it's always like, mm-hmm. I like her. Don't mess this up. <laughs> That's what I always want to say. Uh, always? How many times did you say that? Never. Okay. I never knew Jimmy to have a girlfriend at all. Did he? Yeah. No, I think he went on some dates. Okay. But I never saw a girl with him. Yeah. He says he usually, like, they would reach the, like, let's just be friends stage. Yeah. It's always fun. I know. So. Okay, Kimberly. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly, not, yes, Kim. not Kim. No, I've never called you Kim, but I do know. So let's talk about this real quick. <laughs> so you're Kimberly Stewart. Yes. And you always introduce yourself as Kimberly. Mm, okay. Yes. But I have another. I have another friend named Jen. Mm-hmm. But when she introduces herself to people, she says, "I'm Jennifer Carter." Okay. I've heard her say that many times. Yes, but she's but I know her as Jen. Yes. So, I wonder if when you introduce yourself as Kimberly, do some people feel like, oh, I bet she goes by Kim? Sometimes. And then, depending on the person, I'll correct them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have friends named Kim, too. And so, I'm always like, they're Kim, and I'm Kimberly. And in college, um, I always wanted to be called Kimberly. And so, my roommates would kind of joke, like, okay, we know you don't want to be called Kim. And so they took the other half of my name, Burley, B-E-R-L-Y, and that became my nickname. So everyone in college, like my college friends, call me Burley. But then that's confusing to tell people because it's like a Burley man. Yeah, that, that is confusing. the trip. The other half of my name. So I never knew that. Kimberly or Burley to some of my friends. Burley. That yes. is awesome. And your, your last name's Stuart, and your husband goes by Stu. Yes, and he's not Stu Stewart. But that's what you, I say that all the time. Well, in my phone, I think it even says like Stu Stewart. Okay. So it's Michael Stewart. And in college too, he got a nickname Stu because there were two Michael Stewarts and the Stewarts were spelled two different ways. So um, one of his friends called him Stu. And it stuck. Stewie. Yeah. They'd say Stu, you know, and so they distinguished between, there was a Michael Stewart, there was a, I think a Matt Stewart. And then there was Stu because you just couldn't crazy. see Michael Stewart's. Yeah. Funny story about Stu, your husband, when we first moved here, I mean, you know, when you first move someplace that you're just like, it's, you're nervous about meeting new people and everything. And I knew that it was Michael Stewart. And so I saw him one time and I called him Michael and he was like, don't call me that. My name's Stu. Uh-huh. But I always feel like you have to earn people's nicknames. Sure. You know, sure. like I, you have to earn the right yeah. to call someone by their nickname. But he was like, that's not my name. And I was like. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Stu. Well, I think Austin was the first place where people actually knew it was Michael Stewart. Um, when I was in college, I always called him Michael Stewart. I never called him Stu uh-huh. as well, but I had to call him both names. Yeah. It's kind of tricky. What do you call him inside your house? Michael. Okay. Or babe. Baby lover. Poop <laughs> yeah. pants. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about your family and stuff. Uh, we've got four kids. Uh, we live a few houses down as well. 
and our kids are right now they are nine eight seven six but they're about to be ten eight seven six Crazy. so we have two boys and two girls our youngest son is from Haiti um, and he's been home almost a, I mean he's been home a year this month September 10th was September 10th mm -hmm. I knew I was looking through my pictures mm -hmm. for something the other day and I came across pictures of when he came home mm -hmm. and I was like golly for you may not feel like this to you but it feels like for me he's been here forever yeah it does seem like I mean it, it doesn't been. feel like just a year yeah it feels like a lot longer I agree I agree so funny story about the Stewarts is you've lived in this neighborhood for how long Seven years. Seven years. I've lived in this neighborhood um, four and a half. Laura, how long have you We've lived? We've almost been in the house two years, and okay. then we were in the apartment for like two years. Okay. So the neighborhood that we all live in, you would call it maybe an um, under-resourced neighborhood. And so uh, when we, when the Stewarts, one, one night, they invited us over for dinner, and another couple, mm -hmm. and you guys invited us over because you wanted to share that you needed community in this mm -hmm. neighborhood. Like need you, you need more families yeah. here. You couldn't just keep doing this mm -hmm. alone. And so we're at dinner and you're like, y'all are sharing your heart and everything. And I remember Aaron and I left and we're like, well, we're going to pray they find people. <laughs> like, <laughs> not us, but man, I hope they find people. And then it wasn't a couple months later until we looked at this house. And well, y'all, we were dropping our kids off at the Stewart's house for them to watch them for us to go out. And they're like, Hey, there's a house down the street for sale. Y'all should look at it. And then over dinner that night, Aaron and I really were like, I think we could do this. Uh -huh. And next thing you know, here we are. Yeah, and then you brought the whole band. And then we here. brought the, yeah. we did after that, everyone in Aaron's band moved over here. Mm -hmm. It's well, crazy. We stick together. I know. Yeah. It's good that way. Mm -hmm. But it's good because literally we can just walk to each other's houses mm -hmm. and it won't be long until we're like, I think I can send my kids to your house if I'm like watching in the street, mm -hmm. the boys at least. I can watch mm -hmm. them go down the street. Yeah. Did y'all see the other day? I don't even have this pulled up. I should pull up this article. That six-year-old. In Austin? This happened in yeah. Austin. This mom, the police came to her house because she was letting her child play down the street by himself. A friend. Apparently a neighbor brought him home. Yes. And said, hey, your kid's out here by, your, by himself. And mm -hmm. she says, yes, he's six. Like, we've talked about the responsibilities of this. Which I think six sounds like a baby, like if it's your first. But it's mm -hmm. not. It was like her third or fourth kid. So I feel like, you know. So the police were called? Or? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, he, and so. I think I read that he had been playing with the, with the sibling. And the Probably. sibling brought the dog home. And he yeah. was still there. But CPS came to our house. Yeah. Interrogated okay. all of our children. Interrogated all of our kids. So what do y'all think? So what happened in this neighborhood? No. no. Somewhere in Austin, though. Somewhere in Austin. I call it interrogation instead of an interview. I have been interviewed by CPS as a child, and I think that, you know, to have, have that go on in your house, you've got four or five children because a neighbor thought that you were being irresponsible. I think it just, to me... It's whatever. CPS is in place for a reason, obviously. But mm -hmm. I think for me, it speaks more of like the distance that we have between ourselves and our neighbors these days and that mm -hmm. a neighbor couldn't trust that, hey, I saw something that seemed out of place. So I brought him back to your house mm -hmm. and talked to you about it. You assured me that it was okay and you're okay with it. Yeah. I go home now. My job's done, you yeah, know? Definitely. And I think that kind of blows me away that that lady just thought, you know. That the neighbor, you're saying that? Yeah, that the neighbor, you know, didn't feel like that was enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to find her blog. She wrote about it. Sorry. Oh, I just read about it, like, on Yahoo. Do you? Yeah, she's an She's a, I think, a children's book author. No, the mom. She's a children's book author and a blogger, and she wrote about it after the fact. Oh, okay. But, you know, her point was just, like, they're just, their kids are playing outside, you know? Erin and I had a discussion just yesterday. I was like, it's so beautiful. The kids should go play outside. And he was like, well, what are they supposed to do? And I'm like, play outside. Anything. Like, Anything. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, they, they're fine. I'm like, it's so beautiful. Like, just play outside. And they were at a friend's house watching TV in the afternoon. And finally, I was like, I just want them to come home because I feel like it's been so hot here mm -hmm. that finally, it's not 118. We should all be outside. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say... I don't know. I, story six, and I don't think I would let her walk down to your house by herself. Wouldn't but I think you, yeah. Just, it probably depends on the kid and the neighborhood and the neighbors. Yeah. And, I mean, I think you, know. you just like know, like Veda is so focused 
whenever she is doing something like new or like a new task or something like that. So she's three, like she's not walking down to your house anytime soon. You know, each of us on our street, we have an intersection mm -hmm. cross street yeah. before we could get to the next house. So I think that mm -hmm. changes things. But I think that I would send Veda at an earlier age than maybe another kid because I could say, here's the rest. Mm -hmm. Here's what you need to pay attention to. You go straight there. Yeah. And she's so focused. You know what I mean? Like, she's afraid of breaking the rules mm -hmm. more. So, like, you could probably trust yeah. Kaden better or whatever. I think I've sent both, all of my boys to y'all's house. I've um, attended. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... I think you just know your own kid. I mean, yeah. Story just she's not very good at following directions. Mm -hmm. She just forgets. She's that's what she says. That's her reasoning. <laughs> and I sometimes think she really does just forget. Sure. She's yeah. just she's not as focused. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know. We're in a weird stage right now because Veda wants to play outside, which is great. So glad that she's been starting to ask to play outside, but Mercy's not walking yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm the one that is just dragging my heels on, you know, let's go outside, let's ride bikes, let's play. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, mm -hmm. you know, it's not fun right now. Yeah. Remember those little walker things you used to put babies in with the wheels on the bottom? Do they still make those things? What? As if I'm that old of a parent, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you put the baby in and they, they can move their feet. Yeah. Oh, like in the house? Uh -huh. Yeah, but you can yeah. put it outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we okay. Those. Okay. So you can yeah. put her in that. Yeah. I don't like. I don't have any luck with that. My kids are pretty high maintenance. They're like, um, I'm sorry, I have to propel myself. This is I'm out. rude. Hold me, mm -hmm. mom. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Veda is getting a big girl bike for her birthday. That's crazy. Like yeah. with training, she has mm -hmm. now. She has that one where you just sit on it and move your legs, yes. right? So she had that. wasn't big enough. wasn't coordinated enough. wasn't big enough. You know, on and on. We put it away, <laughs> forgot about it, didn't try it. You know, whatever the excuses are. Then she had her cast, like, mm -hmm. almost She broke her foot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're just now back in the stages of that. And honestly, it's about a month before her birthday. I think I'm going to get that green bike out and have her just yeah, work get on an idea of, like, mm -hmm. what it's like to, mm -hmm. you know, hold it in the handlebars and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, the grandparents wanted her to have a bike. And so. That's so um, fun. Yeah. That's Did y'all do bikes early for your kids, Kimberly, or were y'all kind of slow in the game? We did. We were slow. We were game. slow too. We're slow I think. about everything. Though. Yeah, we are slow about a lot of things too. Four, and we're trying to keep up with things. We just can't. <laughs> this is what I feel like with four. And tell me if you agree. So, Cadence ten and Story six. So we got a four-year gap. What's so your gap? About the same. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Story and the other boys they get things sooner, and Caden gets things later. Yes. Does that make sense? Because I'm yes. like, well, Caden's gonna oh. get it. Everyone should get it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So I feel like they lose out on those privileges that they uh -huh. would like as an older. I don't know. Do you feel yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah, and that's where I just trust. Well, they were born at the right time, and that's what that <laughs> child needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. But we did. I, you know, it's just like potty training and all those other things. You kind of look up and you're like, oh, Am I ahead of the game or am I behind? And then you start doing it, and they learn. And sometimes when they're older, they learn quicker. And so then you, you catch up pretty quickly, and it's okay. And I think Wesley Grant was probably seven or eight before he even rode a bike. Yeah. He could ride without training wheels. And then um, Kelly came home, however, from Haiti and said, no, I don't I don't want these. <laughs> the training <laughs> wheels? So we took them off, yeah, and he went he took off running. Just I remember running. that. And so then when we saw him do it, we were like, <laughs> like okay, everybody wants <laughs> to ride without training wheels. No this. training wheels for anybody. <laughs> yeah, so Kara still has training wheels, but I think, you know, she could learn soon. But again, I think have, seeing the older ones pick it up quickly, even though we were late, it makes me not worry and say, well, when it's when you're able to kind of go off and do it on your own, then let's do it then yeah. instead of fighting and making a big day of training. And so, yeah, yeah. we got story a bike for Christmas maybe two years ago, and it had training wheels on it. And literally, like the second day she had it, because we got it used, the second day she had it, the training wheels broke off. It wasn't until like the following fall that we fixed it for. I feel like story just like the last kid is just like baby. You're just, you're going to have to survive somehow. Yeah. Uh -huh. Didn't the boys teach her how to ride? Yeah, the boys taught her how one day right That's here in our driveway. And we got a bike rack and we'll drive, we'll go down to Town Lake. Mm -hmm. And this is, okay, so talking about letting your kids go, Erin, the last time we went to Town Lake, which Town Lake is, uh, is it really a lake? Yeah, um, um, it has a, a dam. Yeah, it's dammed off. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's a lake in the middle of Austin. It's beautiful. If you come to Austin, 
you have to go to Town Lake, just walk around, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can rent bikes now down there, all kinds of stuff. You can canoe, just go to Town Lake. So we went to Town Lake. Aaron drew a map because there's three different loops. There's like a three-mile loop, a five-mile loop. Well, there might be. There's like this a nine-mile uh, loop. Yeah. So maybe there's four. The biggest was ten. Yeah. yeah. So he drew them a map of where to turn and all this kind of stuff. And then we sent the three boys off with my phone and a map downtown Lake. And they've done that twice. Yeah. And at first I was like, Aaron, are you sure about this? I mean, like, yeah. my thought was they're going to get in people's way. Uh -huh. I do hate because people, people are serious bikes. out there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you saw three kids without an adult and they got in your way, you'd be mad. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, where's their mom? Yeah. But you weren't there to see it. I wasn't so. there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are really cute. Like, part of me is like, no, I wouldn't. I love your kids. And then part of me is like, no, if there were three kids without their mom, I'd be like, okay, look. Uh -huh. I have a stroller. So yeah. I'm walking. Yeah. Jimmy almost yeah. loses his mind. Well, if I was like players. on a serious run, because mm -hmm. not that I would do that ever. <laughs> I don't really know how that feels. <laughs> no. But if I were, I would be like, where are these kids' parents? <laughs> You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna. To keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Okay, I have a question to ask you guys. I need you to solve my problem. Yeah. For, okay, I want to talk to you both about how you handle your kids' birthday parties. Because... Laura, you're about to do your first one. Yes. So you forego the whole first birthday shabam. So I want yes. to hear about that. Mm -hmm. And Kimberly, you all do things different at your house as well with mm -hmm. like guests and mm -hmm. loving the guests and stuff. Mm -hmm. So last story's birthday falls right around Thanksgiving. I mean, one year it was on Thanksgiving. So that's a crazy time of the year. Mm -hmm. And last year she never had a birthday party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
That might be your last year to like get away with that. Just no, so I haven't you know. gotten away with it. Oh, she wants another one? Just every month since, since two this year. Every month since then. No, the next one's coming. She's been fine. asking. And so this fall, I mean this spring, I said, you know what? We're going to have a half birthday. This summer, we're going to take your friends to the pool. We're going to have a half birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, I never did it. I just like, I never did it. So Story is still wondering when her sixth birthday is. It's but she's going to be seven in November. <laughs> what do I do? Let her be six again. Well, the other day I just finally said, because Aaron all along has been like, we're not doing it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you lost a birthday. It's no big deal. Uh-huh. You know, life you goes on. Told her that. He's been saying that forever, but okay. I've been like, no, baby, you're going to have a half birthday. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Mom will take care of you. Uh-huh. You know, and then I was like, well, we missed that. Let's just have some friends over. Well, we just haven't done it, y'all. Uh-huh. So the other day I finally said, we're not having a sixth birthday. Uh-huh. And she started crying. <laughs> right. Oh. What do I do? I don't want to have like a two you're, birthday parties. You pick her up from school one day. And on all the kids, and you have balloons in the car, or you have something that would surprise her. Yeah. And you let them know, like, Wednesdays is, ha- is a dollar cones at TCBY. Okay? So, come okay. Wednesday. Looking there. Write it down. And, um, and you say, we're going to celebrate um, Story, because she is six, and this has been an amazing year of being six. Yep. And then you go take her, and you, or bring her flowers, or whatever, you fill her you have balloons, and then you go get ice cream together as a family, and you come home. And you she would away. love that. Yes. Anytime Obviously. stories are so, center of attention, she's happy. You don't even have to invite friends to a family affair. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and it'll surprise her because she's been said yes, she's been said no. She has no <laughs> idea what's coming. <laughs> this is the thing where I'm finally like, you know, when you the, your earliest memories, I mean, I, I'm not a good memory person, so I don't remember much before third grade mm-hmm. but a lot of people are like remember things I feel like this is going to be a definite thing where she's older and she's like mom remember that year you uh-huh. promised me a birthday and you well, never did it and I'll but be- then when I surprised you <laughs> with balloons and I took you to get ice cream I just cream. want to say that if that was like a true fear of yours maybe like the podcast is like <laughs> because this like is here forever yes yeah. sure. so or the blog or Instagram or yeah. whatever yeah we've so documented their lives she doesn't yes. remember there's going to be a time that Caden's like I just want you to know I can look this up for you Yes, exactly. mom didn't never gave you a sixth birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I like the surprise aspect. That's good. Okay, I'm gonna go for that. Yeah, That's I, a good idea. And I think like it's close enough to this next birthday. You know, if you, she let her plan that with her friends or whatever y'all do for birthday. I mean, I feel like that would be a good comparison for her to go see. Like mm-hmm. it can be fun when it's just family. Yeah. And it's just about mm-hmm. this. Or and you can even friends. get her a little gift. Yeah, she yeah. gets to open a gift and. Get okay. her balloons or flowers, whatever mean more to her, and then it's like an I'm sorry gift. No, a six-year gift. She's she's lived a lot of days as a six-year-old. It's That's time true. to celebrate. That's true. Good. Okay, Laura, you both of your girls have heard turned one. Right. They just turned two, mm-hmm. and you've never had a birthday party for them at your house where everyone comes over and they eat cake and yeah, you do that. Why? So Mercy actually got a much bigger birthday party, first birthday. I wasn't invited. Well, I was barely invited. So, um, so Jimmy decided, well, everyone, everyone in our family would prefer like a very big birthday Mm -hmm. party and a chance to celebrate and you know, all of this. So, um, but I, my family is respectful enough and I just kind of skirt the issue and we have made it. Um, why, why? I just can't, I can't understand it. But that doesn't mean that I disagree with, like, celebrating their lives, mm-hmm. of course. Um, so don't hear that. It's just not a value for your family to have a big party for a one-year-old. Yeah, I I just struggle to believe that the party's for them. It's not. It's for the adults. Right. Yeah. But if you can throw, <laughs> I mean, if you can throw a party for them, and you, and it's good, and everyone's yeah. filled, then I don't know that I have, like, some really strong rule I mean, were you at any of my kids' one year birthday parties? Were you at Deacons? Deacons. Did we have a book for uh-huh. him? Yeah, that's good. I love that. And actually, that might be where I got the idea. Beta has a book. So, so y'all just, are get to sign her we book did year. a, we had a little like scrapbook like thing. Mm-hmm. And my intention early on in my parenting was to do this every year for their birthday, mm-hmm. but it hasn't ever happened. But I may bring this back. Mm-hmm. I had like a little, um, you know, a little scrapbook book that you book mm-hmm. by Michael's that's like, nope. It's a little bigger than note card size. Yeah. And you. then I took a picture of each guest with the child. And then okay. later I put it in there. And then they wrote a note to them. Yeah. So with Veda's this year, I did like a happy third birthday. I got like a free Shutterfly coupon in the mail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I gave me that idea. So I just put pictures between this last year, like from two to three. 
And then when you guys come over, I want to put like everyone sign, you know, either just like, hey, a note to the future Veda or like, here's a character, you know, hey, that's a good idea for a birthday about party you that I've noticed. And um, I think it'll be huge. Veda is like a tangible love mm -hmm. person, but not a touch person. And I'm so opposite mm -hmm. that I really have to like think outside the box yeah. in order to love her well. Yeah. And so, um, so that's kind of my other thing on birthdays is I'm just like, I, we don't do a lot of frivolous things. Um, I mean, that isn't that like a weird word to define. I just went and got a massage this morning. Right. That's the least frivolous like money spending mm -hmm. that I can think of. And yet like there's, I know plenty of grown women that have never had one. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so no judgment, I guess just hear that. Yeah. But but to me, a birthday party for a child that cannot understand what we are celebrating mm -hmm. is frivolous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I also really struggle with um, gifts out of um, like debt obligation. Obligation. Mm -hmm. um, I really struggle with it, um, and so the best way to not have that happen is to not have a birthday party. You mean for mm -hmm. the guests bringing gifts, just clearly out of obligation? Yes. Mm -hmm. It bothers me immensely. Since you, you've talked to me about this before, it's given me so much freedom in going to birthday parties and not bringing a gift. I cannot tell you how many birthday parties I take my kids to and we don't bring a gift. And I, I need to sit down with my kids and talk about it because right. usually it's out of like, um, I'm in a hurry. I'm in a rush. Mm -hmm. And I also am not a gift giver. I'm not a very good mm -hmm. gift giver. Right. So it doesn't come naturally for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like some people love to bless people with gifts. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not that easy for me. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I feel like, especially if it's like just a friend from school that I don't even know their family, mm -hmm. then I feel like... That's 20 somethings. That's $25. We do a $10 limit. That are floating around that kid's house. You're doing this mom a favor. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. No, but I, you know what we've done too is we've done in a card like we come join us for a movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. So right. an act. Yes. And, I, and I've gone over that with my mom and um, my, you know, family that wants to give, mm -hmm. you know, something. And we've talked a lot about that, you know, of, hey, let's do something together or take her somewhere or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Um, you know, I mentioned my mom because she sees the girls the most. So it's like, you know, go do something with them and that will create a memory. Um, mm -hmm. So this so is first, first birthday, birthday party. party and she's mm -hmm. really excited about it. Um, we've gone to a handful of birthday parties this last year. Um you know, specifically like the last six months, they've all been princesses and she's not sold on that or know what they are. Mm -hmm. And, um, but she's obliged and dressed up and done whatever that her friend has said. Um, so then we went with Donald Duck for a while and I was like, okay, honey, I really Donald don't... Duck? Well, so her best friend, if we have these things at three years uh -huh. old, um, her most consistent friend, I should say, uh -huh. um, had a Minnie Mouse party. Okay. And so when she showed up and she wanted to dress up, it was like, no, I don't want to do this too much, right? Okay. So I think she just went, like, what else is on the picture that's mm -hmm. not wearing a dress? Okay. I don't know. So I quickly, like, put the kibosh on that. I don't know how to have a yeah. Donald Duck party, and I that sounds expensive. Yeah. So she um, decided, I was like, birthdays can just be your very best thing, right? Like, we can just go out to eat for your best thing, or what's your best thing, and so her best thing right now is purple and pink. That's what she told me last night. It's a pink and purple birthday party. Yes. That's great. That's what we're having, guys. I love it. Yeah. You know, I like to, like, I feel like with when you have a family or you have a marriage or you have anything that you're working together, there are a hundred different values that the world says that you should have in your family. Yes. You know, and so I feel like I love hearing you say that. And it's not like if you're listening or me who had first birthday parties, it's not bad. Right. It's not a value for your family. Like mm -hmm. something the other day I said someone, something to someone and I was like, we just, it's not a value of our family. Right. So mm -hmm. it's just not something that we're going to base our whole family on. Yeah. Um, I think it's good that you've good. figured that out because a lot wow. of people just do stuff just because, me included. Like there's so many things in our lives that we just do because... That's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. That's what you I, do. Yeah. I'll say that I'm really glad that I figured it out too because I think that it would be something that I was really like regretted. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. I think that up until like the last year or so, I had a really hard time um, that people didn't see it the same yeah. way. You know, that we and didn't share okay. the same values. So I think maybe that's just my own personal yeah. growth or like as you become a parent or, uh -huh. you know, just life experience that I started to go, okay, yeah. your value of, you know, 
monthly mm-hmm. massage and my value of you know yeah. weekly this um, can be equal yeah. and different. Mm-hmm. And so I'm probably just starting to be a grown up. Yeah. Kimberly, I want to ask you how you do yours too. But one thing I'm, I noticed about myself, and I probably need to figure this out too, as mm-hmm. we're as we're th- as we're saying, is every time we don't bring a gift to a birthday party, I think my kids are the ones that feel like bad about. My kids want to bring a gift to their friends, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I just I'm saying that, not even figuring out what I need to do about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though maybe my values are different than a kids like to give a gift to their friends. Yeah. And so I need to figure that out. I'm not, speaking out loud here. Yeah. 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 It's good. Kimberly, what do y'all do? Well, cause Sue and I don't, we're not gift givers. It's not really our love language, but, um, but we have family like my dad is so great at giving gifts and he does a really good job with it. And it's his way of expressing love. And if we ask him not to, then it's, yeah. uh, that's taking his joy away. And so we recognize too, that our kids might have a different view on things as well. And so we try to, um, the parties come and go. We kind of uh, plan it around the kids, uh, their personalities. If they really like gifts and we think through what we're really going to get them. If they don't care as much, then we might think through like the activity of what we're going to do. Or if some of them love lots of friends and we invite lots of friends, some of them love just a few friends and we do just a few friends. So we kind of cater it to them recognizing that they may not have even all the same values as Sue and I do. That's good. But one of the things that we do as a tradition in our family is that we we have, it's like birthday morning. And so we started it, I think, when Leslie Grant was uh, maybe four. So we didn't start it early on. But we got the idea from a couple that mentored us. And they had four girls, and they always did birthday posters. And they were doing it up until they were going to high school, they were in high school and it was a tradition and all of the girls loved it. And so we decided to, I think one year, I don't know why it's because we had a four year old. We didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. And so we made a poster and it started out with just pictures and things and we had it up and we decorated like the table and everything. Like we themed that morning catered based, like based on what he would enjoy. And so then we would put streamers down the, the doorway and all that. So when they come out, it, I mean, it literally is like what some kids experience at Christmas mm-hmm. where you get up and there's all these things and they get to experience that, that they are loved. And so what we value with that in our tradition is that as a family, we want to really celebrate one another. And we, we love that, you know, God made them that way and that we need them in this family. And so as a family if we can celebrate then I feel like we've been successful Mm -hmm. and the parties come and come and go and some years we do them some years we don't but now as the kids have gotten older it's an it's definitely an expectation of the tradition but and it's kind of hard every year to try to think through creatively how to surprise them again and but now the other kids like if one of they're all old enough now that I don't stay up late doing the poster and decorating the table but now one of the kids, like Sally's birthday was a summer and she went to bed and the other three had to stay up and they all helped me decorate and she loves flowers. Like she's just a soft, sentimental little girl. And so we just exploded the kitchen full of flowers and we had it trailing down like the hallway. And Isn't so that that's awesome. And we didn't even base her stuff on gifts. They, mm-hmm. Sally didn't really want a lot of things like but she is a feeler and mm-hmm. she loved, and her senses are so um, heightened. And so she came out and the flowers just like, she had tears in her eyes. Oh, so, Sally. And, so, and everybody now writes on the birthday poster. And mm-hmm. so we write about that year or we write about what our favorite thing is or why we need you in the family mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, um, so that's a tradition that we. Y'all save those do. posters? That's tricky I'm now. About. Getting, yeah, you know what? We yes and no. We've lost a few over the years. Uh-huh. Some of them we have. They all have a memory box, and so I have like uh, this last birthday. I pulled all the pictures off, okay. and just threw it in their memory That's box. That's good because some of them, some things were written, and but you know we take a picture of that time, and so they're out floating somewhere in the iCloud. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe someday they could get all of those, and we could put them in a a book for them or something. And so I think for us, we know that in the end, like they're going to remember the moment and that's the memory that's going to stick with them. 
even more than a tangible more picture. than a gift for sure because if we do give them a book or we do give them the posters i mean they're going to get married and have all these posters they're like taking with <laughs> their them. wife is going to be and like oh uh, no like, no we don't have any room for all these things you know so i've had to let go of that i'm very sentimental yeah. and i want to keep things like that that are special but yeah i really had to let go of that so that's so good but i remember one time we came to a birthday party at your house and Karis presented the guest with something. Oh, yeah, like with little medals. Yeah, it was about And it was like a character trait year. or something that, yes. she, that she saw in her friends. Yeah, and that year was catered towards, like, friends was a really big deal that year for her. And it was the first time that she wasn't just little Karis, uh -huh. but she actually had friends and opinions. And uh -huh. we wanted to celebrate that. And um, actually in Spain, I don't know if it's just places in Spain or what, but when we were there one summer... They told us that the birthday person always buys the meal or gives the gifts to the people coming to celebrate. It's opposite of what we do here. Yeah. And so we thought, oh, that's interesting. That might be kind of fun to try. Yeah. I mean, it's not like our kids were all excited about giving everyone else gifts and them not getting gifts. Right. <laughs> but, um, but we just wanted them to kind of experience the celebrating of themselves, but also the year that God had given them and their friends. And so for Karis, that was... She, we made little butterfly medals and I just thought through like each one of those friends had had an impact, um, on her character that year. And they, um, they all went to preschool together. And so I think the story was uh -huh. there. And, um, and so we just put that character on the little butterfly and then just, just put it on them and told them. It was so sweet. <laughs> so, I remember that. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Okay, birthdays. I love how you can just choose to celebrate the kid. I, I'm I'm really, really bad about all of these things. And the way I'm bad about it is like the birthday will be tomorrow. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything. I can't make a poster. I can't celebrate them. I'm just like, I seem to live just day to day, week to week, mm -hmm. that I don't ever get ahead. And that's mm -hmm. a bad character trait of mine is that I'm not... I don't know. It's not bad. I'm not trying to say that, but no. it's hard for me. Well, I've also learned to pull things in the house yeah. and celebrate. Sometimes I think we feel like we have to go buy new things, but um, I mean, Wesley Grant, we were getting close to his birthday and it had been one of those weeks. I mean, his is in November too. It's crazy. And Stu and I dressed up. I dressed up like a cheerleader and Stu dressed up like a coach and we looked awful. And for him, I think that actually was it did not communicate well with him but we had fun we all dressed up i mean i we dressed up with things in our house so fun. and we came out he came out blowing the whistle and we were like it's somebody's birthday just like pine cone style yeah. yeah like pine cone counselors and so we said they were in their pajamas and we were like everybody get in the van we're going to get ice cream i mean ice cream's always our our fault yeah we fall go to, to yeah go to yeah and so um so, you know, things like that, like, and, and again, it's the surprise, it's the difference that uh -huh. they actually, they remember that. I mean, to this day, our kids talk about how awful we looked and, That's so you know, funny. It, it may not have communicated necessarily in the way that he wanted to, uh -huh. but the rest of the kids had fun and everyone remembered it. And hopefully when he's adult, he'll know that we That's have to do so fun. He will. <laughs> you know, speaking of gifts and stuff. You guys gave Amos a gift, and I don't know if it was for his first birthday when he was fifth. here. It was his fifth. It was birthday. his fifth birthday. It was his. It was his, his, his first birthday here, yeah. and you guys made like a little, like photo book, uh -huh. and it had pictures of him that you'd printed off, uh -huh. and then y'all wrote stuff in there. Yeah. And he still has that in his special box, oh, wow. and I find him looking at it all the time. That's awesome. Uh huh. We had so like you didn't give him just like a. Yeah. A transformer that would be gone by now. Yeah. But he loves that gift. But yeah. see, I feel like that's the thing. Like, their true friends play together, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the other part, like, where I see that coming into our future at some point. It's like, your friends, your kids don't have friends at two. Mm -hmm. Like, even yeah, Veda's very best friend right now. It's because her mom and my and myself mm -hmm. get us together mm -hmm. once a week, every week. Mm -hmm. So you're friends. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's my struggle too. Because if you can give a personal gift like that, mm -hmm. I'd love to have that in my house. You yeah. know? I'd love to for that to take up space in uh -huh. my house. But yeah. not... Oh, I'm, I'm like going down t Target aisle telling you have $10. Right. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the clearance aisle is good today. Yeah. yeah. The I mean, spot. you know, I only spend $10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's usually not wrapped. 
Yeah. Because we're not paying three dollars for a bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Well, now that they have chores too, they can pay for their own. Yes. Right. Speaking of chores, I told Laura this last night because uh-huh. she was here. Kimberly, you have changed my world because I think I'm three weeks in of all yeah. my kids doing their own laundry. Oh, that's awesome. They can do it. They're all doing their own laundry and yes. they're doing chores. Kimberly hooked me up. I might take a picture of this and put it on the blog, but you hooked me up with like a specialized chore thing that works perfectly with four kids for four days. So I'm really only asking them to do stuff Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're just chill, take mm-hmm. off, you know, but they're just doing stuff mm-hmm. and we're three weeks in. And like you said, the first week I had to literally go with everyone mm-hmm. on every and chore, basically not vacuuming. Cause they've done that a lot, uh-huh. but I have to show them, you know, cause my way of cleaning the bathroom and theirs don't always very different. Commute. Yes. Yeah. So, well, but give credit to Kelly Black. Kelly Black told you about it. Yes, she taught me all of that, and it has worked amazing in our house. So I passed that on. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly. I have tried to do chores. In fact, when I made this little chart and put it up, Caden, my oldest little smart aleck, he was like, mm-hmm. "Mom, we've tried this before. You never stick to it." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "You just watched. <laughs> <laughs> if for nothing else, because you just said that, we'll be doing this when you're well, 18." Yes. <laughs> You're in charge of the chores. Yeah. Like, I can't stick with it. I'm the mom. I have to cook dinner. Then like, you're in you're charge. Kaden, awesome. make sure that the chores get done. Well, this is what happened last week. Our dryer's broken, which is like the story of our life. Um, and so I had to go do a lot of stuff, the laundry mats. They've got an off this week. And mm-hmm. I'm like having to do all this laundry again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, awful. this is a yes. lot of work, guys. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Friday's half day. You just have the laundry loaded up and take the kids to the laundry. Yeah, room. that's true. Story's birthday. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> hey, we have this new place down the street from us that's like a gas station slash chicken. Yes. What yep. is it? Chicken, like, fast Well, food? it's a KFC, but it's like a, um, oh, what's the country that it's made after? But, I mean, it's got a Latin. It's a called Latin. K- It's called Latin. C- Anyhow, is this chicken place in the gas station that we could literally walk to from our house? My kids have been dying to eat there. They ask to eat there all the time. And Anna and I are like, uh, no. We're not eating there. Y'all, it's pretty good. I'm sure it is. It's good. So maybe we can be like, surprise, we're celebrating Story's birthday at the chicken place (laughs) in between loads of laundry. Get a car wash. We all take a bus trip to Mexico. This place has it all. It does. Yes. And they sell, if you ever need like eggs, milk, it's all there. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. Y'all, this has been so fun. Yes. This is like a regular Tuesday morning hangout. Yeah. Is our hour up? It is. Yeah. I know. So fun. Y'all both walked here, right? Yes. Okay, good. I was going to get on to you. <laughs> I have driven to y'all's houses before, for yeah. sure, but, okay, it's no. a good exercise. Unless it's raining. Yeah. Yeah, or okay. freezing, which that is like, what, one day in February. Oh, it's supposed to be really cold this winter. I get a jacket, so. Jamie, for the love, get a jacket. Note, to, note about jackets. me, I hate jackets. I get hate jackets a jacket. Jackets. I get why you don't want to put jackets on four kids, I do, but y'all... Cold. No, the reason cold. here's why I don't well, they like have jackets because they're grandparents. But I don't have a jacket. No, my jacket. Like my kids have like hoodies. 
I'm like, you're fine. Okay. Your hoodie's fine. Like, you're good. I don't have a jacket. Well, you need jacket. Well, my dad shows up, the gift giver. The gift giver. Yeah. He's like, my grandkids are going to have jackets. My kids already have jackets because of grandparent gift givers. Yes. Maybe my grandparent, my parents need to send jackets. Send jackets to the children. No, but here's why I don't like jackets. It doesn't get that cold here in Austin. I mean, really. And my thing is, when would I need a jacket? From my house to my car. And then as soon as I get in, I'm sweating because of the heat. And I take it off. And then I need a jacket from walking from my car to the school. No, just get run quickly and you're not yeah. even cold. Jamie, not as soon as you get in. <laughs> Those heat seat warmer things. Laura cracks me up because she will come out in the winter with um, layers and jackets and vests. It's the buckle coming yeah. out of her. <laughs> okay, y'all, who likes their spine all in a knot because they're cold? <laughs> Oh, I hate jackets. Ugh. I hate jackets. I could never live in the north. No. I, w- I mean, how many more layers could I wear? Did you know in Montana they had snow last week? What? Mm-hmm. That sounds awful. Doesn't they it? get snow in like August. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we were there. When were we in Montana together, Kimberly? Was we it in, in July? August. Or first week of August. First week of August. There was snow. And there was snow. That mm-hmm. is crazy. We went to Glacier National Park. I think so, yes. It was one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Mm-hmm. If you're listening from Montana, you guys have it made up there. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. And we drove through Idaho, mm-hmm. which is right next to Montana, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I would have never, ever thought, hey, Erin, take me to Idaho. I want to go to Idaho. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. So wonderful. So if you have to wear a jacket. I'll go in the no, summer no, and a hoodie will be fine, jacket, right? So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we had hoodies. We were fine, weren't we? <laughs> hoodies were great. <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh, but I never saw a bear. Did you ever see a bear when we were there? That was like no, what I want to see is a bear. By ourselves, we've seen bears, but not when we were yeah. there in August. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Y'all, thanks for joining me. Mm-hmm. Good day. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week on the Happy Hour Podcast. <laughs> It's time to say that he made it, he made it. There you go, friends. Episode number 21 with Lauren Kimberly. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love to hear your answers to my questions for you. How much free range do you give your kids in your neighborhood? Do you throw a big first birthday party for your kids? And what are your favorite birthday ideas? I need cheap and easy because I have two birthdays coming up in November. Well, three if you count the one I have to do for story from last year, which I still haven't done anything about. But anyhow, thanks for listening, guys. Again, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a tweet, Instagram, Facebook. I'm there. Come chat with me. I'd also love it. If you like the podcast, I would really appreciate if you'd leave a comment over on my blog or on Facebook or on Twitter. What really helps a podcast get more people to notice it is reviews on iTunes. So if you love it, I'd love a review. And I hope that you guys enjoy the happy hour. I hope you have a great week with your friends and family. And any links that we discussed will be over at my blog. And if you want to find out more information about Lauren Kimberly, check it out as well. It's jamieivy.com. And I will see you next week on the happy hour. Thanks, guys. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not.